Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. And today we're happy to welcome an inspiring, inspiring entrepreneur to our program. This guest has proven that you don't have to be tied to your business, at least not in terms of location. Say hello to Neil Park. Hi, Neil. Andy, nailed the last name too. I'm excited. Uh, excited right, to be here, perfect. Andy. Thank you. Great. Now, before we begin today's topic, which is building and running a business remotely, can you share your backstory and what ultimately <clears throat> led you to do what you're doing now? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Neil Parak. I actually started my career in the venture capital world. So I worked in finance for a few years and then uh, you know, came, a post, came across a post online of Reddit uh, to start a cleaning company and decided to do that. So I was also experimenting with e-commerce and a lot of other online-based businesses before launching a cleaning company. And started with the local company. And the goal for me was uh, I wanted to quit my corporate job and travel and also help provide for my parents financially. And as I dove into um, the cleaning industry, we started doing a lot of Airbnb turnovers. And um, eventually, as of 2020, we, we, we've grown and grown and grown. And I've finally launched uh, the franchise business, which has made this franchise to franchise this concept. But it's a completely remote cleaning business, uh, localized cleaning business. And um, that's kind of our niche. That's what we specialize in. We've been doing everything remotely since way before the pandemic and have built the systems and processes around that. And yeah, anyway, I guess why I'm excited is because I think cleaning in general uh, or any local services is basically a marketing business. I mean, I use all the tools and tricks I learned while trying to start an e-commerce company into cleaning and it, it just crushed it. So uh, I'm excited to chat more about that too. Sure. I mean, any kind of business really is a marketing business when you get down to it. But when, let me ask you, when did you decide you wanted your own business? And can you talk a little bit about your journey from employee to owner? Absolutely. So I worked in um, corporate for about four years and about two years into there is when I knew I wanted to quit and you know travel. I thought I'd backpack for a year and come back and figure something else out, but I knew I wanted to have some side hustle and additional income. And, you know, I think it came from just the, the, the concept of not having one stream of income. And I, I, I kind of learned early on that, wow, my job is really just one stream of income in, in business. That'd be the highest risk possible, having a single client. Um, so uh, I, I always wanted to diversify my income. So about two years into my job is when I started searching for a side hustle, tried a bunch of different things out. And then two years after that is when I was making enough to actually quit and go full time. And I mean, you're you're a relatively young guy. Why, why a cleaning business? AK <laughs> made this. Why made this? Yeah, it's not something that most people think of. Why why a cleaning business? No, it, it's not at all. And look, I, I started off by thinking, okay, I want to travel. I want to be remote. What does that mean? Oh, I got to do e-commerce, drop shipping, digital marketing. Like I just thought that's what you needed to do. 
And this kind of came up and it was one of the many things I was trying. And as I dove into the local services business, the preconceived notion is you can't, you can't do this remote, right? That's why people don't get into it or you can't scale. That's why people don't get into it. And as I dove into this, I'm like, uh, I kind of figured out like, wow, you can do this remotely and it absolutely can scale. Oh, and the competition doesn't know what they're doing with marketing. This is great. So I, I kind of, it was one of the many things I was trying. And as I dove into it and understood the niche, I realized the huge potential and it's kind of like a blind spot for many people getting into the industry. Um, so that's when I, I started to really love local services and understand um, the power and growth that's actually there. Now, I would think that one of the many benefits of running a business remotely would be the freedom of not being locked down to, to a location. What have you enjoyed the most about not, not being locked down to a single location? Oh, man. Um, so when I quit my job, I went full-time with me this. I booked a one-way flight to Colombia and South America. And for five years from then, I was traveling. Um, and traveling, you know, I, I'd start off, I was going very fast at the beginning. And later on, I slowed down and spent one, two, three months in a single spot. But I was working on this local business in Los Angeles, but I was completely remote. And the beauty of that is uh, uh, multiple things. I think the biggest benefit for me was the people you meet along the way. I got involved in entrepreneurial communities of people who are location independent. I got, I met so many fascinating people on the road, which I never would have met at home. And a lot of those conversations spur different thoughts. It helps promote your creative side. And, and a lot of people say, Hey, in entrepreneurship, you're going to experience burnout at the beginning. But honestly, Andy, I never did. And I think the real reason is because when you're traveling and you have so many new experiences, it kind of keeps you fresh. At least it did for me. So I, you know, I felt like I was able to work, better, more efficiently and, and have, be in a good mental space because I was able to work remotely and experience different cultures and lifestyles. So huge, huge benefits. And unfortunately, because of COVID, I had to come back to the U.S. temporarily, but uh, that was a lifestyle for a while. No, I mean, that sounds, sounds great, but let's talk about the challenges. Now, how do you employ people if you're hanging out in Columbia working on your Los Angeles business? I mean, how do you meet the people that are actually doing the work you know the service that you're providing mm -hmm. yeah so with any services business um the types which are best to do it remote or what i call like have a remote local business would be ones where you're going straight to the client's home or straight to the work site so the cleaners go from their homes straight to the client's residential homes or the airbnb cleaning home right there's no office location for them to come to so the only time we would have to meet them is during the interview phase in which case, I do have someone who is local, who works for me, um, who can do the in-person interviews. Uh, the beauty of where we are now is everyone's completely fine with Zoom meetings now, even cleaners. So since COVID, we've transitioned to purely Zoom meetings for those interviews. And it's been completely receptive because that's just the nature of, of the world now. But prior to that, the only time we would actually need to meet the cleaners would be at the interview. And after that, everything goes straight to the job site. So it's very doable. Now, given COVID, and the fact that you know most people are working from home. And you mentioned the interviews you can now do on Zoom, but have you found that this kind of strategy has gotten more competitive as people are looking for remote type businesses? I would, you know, honestly, I say I'll say yes and no. Yes, competitive in terms of getting cleaners. I don't think it's because of the remote part. I think it's just because right right now at the time you and I are talking, Andy, there's so much demand for cleaning with things opening up and people 
are finally ordering cleaning services. So that's why it's a little bit more competitive. But the reality is um, the competitors we're competing against, let's talk about cleaning companies. In terms of marketing, I think cleaning companies are probably two, three years behind the times in terms of marketing. Um, so the level of people we're competing at aren't going to be exactly on par um, with just kind of general standard. If you know marketing, you know what you're doing. They're not going to be up to there. And a cleaner recruiting funnel is the same as any marketing funnel. As long as you're good with your, your marketing funnel and setting that up, then you're going to beat the competition. And I believe our competition isn't up to speed on a lot of these funnels. So I guess the, the answer to the question directly, I don't think the Zoom calls have made it more competitive. I think it's more competitive for other reasons. You know, I hate to lose people lingo. I mean, you know, of course, what a marketing funnel is, and I, I know what a marketing funnel is, but for listeners who might not, can you dive a little bit deeper into that? Of course, of course. So a marketing funnel is just, if you think about how do I get a lead and move them down to a closed sale? That's pretty much all it is. And any, any business is going to have a different quote-unquote funnel, meaning, let's say for us, I'll get a lead from throwing up Google AdWord. And from there, they'll hit my website. I'll push them to give us a call. They call us and we close the sale. That itself right there is a funnel. And there's different pieces of it, right? There's um, someone who looks at the Google ad and making sure I read the ad in a nice way so they'll click on it. Next, they get to my website. I have to make sure that you know our number is so obvious that they're going to click on it. So there's different pieces of the funnel which you optimize over time. And then at the end of it, you have a very nice streamlined funnel, which will spit out a lead or a closed sale or a cleaner on the other end. So that's all it is. Okay. Well, you know, halfway through here, I've been playing a, a game with my guests. Are you, are you up for it? Let's do it. All right. Well, the game goes like this. So I say a word, you respond right away with the first word that pops in your head. So it's a little word association game and and always kind of curious on how people think. This gives a great insight. Are you I like this. I've not played this before. Let's do it. Okay. Here it is. Run. Walk. Stop. Go. Fun. Play. Business. Ventures. Success. Failure. Family. Warmth. Email. Marketing. <laughs> Promote. Podcast. Gratitude. Uh, sorry, you said gratitude? Gratitude, yep. Uh, loving. Wealth. Money. Clarity. Mm, oversight. Growth. Scaling. Nice, I like it. You're very, very cut and dry on the answer. <laughs> shows you're down to business. <laughs> uh, a, what have been some interesting answers you've heard, Andy? You know, it just varies. They're all interesting. They're all interesting. Um, so you now have scaled this to where you offer it as a franchise. Can you talk about that? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, we've had um, interest from people saying, hey, I know Airbnbs and short-term rentals are hot in my market. I'd like to open up a cleaning service for them. And historically, we have not done that. But uh, as, as I dove into it, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense to franchise it out to other people who pretty much want to copy what we've done, right? I've done this for seven to eight years, made a ton of mistakes, and I don't think anyone should have to repeat the same mistakes we have. So um, this is a way for franchisees who fit our system for their value to partner with us, pretty much copy the blueprint of what we've done, partner with me, um, and bring made this to their own locality. 
right? And we do this in a completely remote way. Uh, someone once called us uh, the franchise for millennials because a lot of other cleaning franchises are from the 70s and 80s. And, you know, we're, we're targeting a different crowd. We're coming at it from a very user-focused way. Uh, it's completely remote. So, yeah, I'm excited. It's just, it's a way for people who want to get into business who might be afraid of taking the risk of trying something else something on their own, which they're not sure is going to work to partner with an established company, established brand with myself and pretty much copy literally everything we've done. Now, why do you franchise and not just try to build a mega cleaning empire? Yeah, good question. We, we, we're probably doing both, right? We're going to expand corporate locations while doing franchising. I think it's a nice way to be able to scale. Um, there's lots of moving pieces in any business. Um, so I think it, franchising and partnering with sharp people who want, who are motivated, who want to copy what we're doing will allow us to scale faster, right? I can maybe expand to five more corporate locations, but at the same time, we could probably expand to 15 franchise locations. And uh, candidly, I, I just want to partner with really smart people, right? We, it'd be really cool to have a large network of franchisees um, who I can help out drastically, who maybe have life-changing uh, experiences by having made this. I think it provided me another level of fulfillment as well. So, yeah. And are you just doing the cleaning business or is it other types of businesses, but with this kind of model? Good question. Right now, specifically cleaning. So residential cleaning and short-term rental cleaning. So uh, we have a software which allows um, Airbnb hosts to sync with our calendar. Anytime they have a guest checkout, it'll automatically schedule cleaning with us. So a lot of the specialties around the short-term rental market, but cleaning specifically in the two niche markets are vacation rental hosts and just residential homes. And over the last year, I'm sure that's taken a hit a little bit, right? With mm -hmm. so many people traveling. How, how has that affected what you're doing and how do you expect that to, to really ramp up here now that everything's starting to reopen? Yeah, I mean, last year, of course, was a hit with the travel ban, with people not wanting people in their own homes. So that was a huge hit. We expected it just to be temporary because at the end of the day, um, now that things are opening up and what people have in mind with COVID and sanitization, I think more and more people are going to say, hey, I don't want to stay at a hotel. I want to stay at the Airbnb. And more people are like, hey, I haven't traveled in a year. I'm going to travel more. So what we're experiencing now is an insane demand uh, on short-term rentals. Like we don't have enough cleaners because we're just completely booked up and so many people want services. So it is kind of what was expected with, you know, travel is not going anywhere permanently. And I think the trend is that more and more people are going to book short-term rentals as opposed to hotels. So if you could service that niche, um, you're going to be in a very good spot. So at least from what we're seeing right now, the floodgates are starting to open up, especially in the U.S. Um, so it's, it's probably one of the best times to be in the business. You know, you talked about not having to deal with burnout from your traveling experience and being able to keep your motivation. What is it that keeps you motivated with your business? What's, what's getting you out of the bed in the morning? Ooh, great question. And yeah, the question is, what is your why? Why are you doing this? And it's at some point, Andy, I, you would agree with me. It's not just monetary, right? After you have the money to fulfill your needs and fulfill whatever you need to pay for, um, you need a reason to do what you're doing. Um, for me, it, it really is the team. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people counting on Made This, who work for Made This, who are franchise locations. And 
Um, I want to see them succeed. I kind of see made this as a, I, I describe it to anyone who joins us is this is the organization, a community, which it takes care of you and you take care of it. So as long as everyone takes care of this community, this organism, which has made this, it'll allow you the platform to do whatever you want to do in life. So for me, it's just, I want to make sure made this is taken care of, not for myself, but for all the people who are dependent on it. So I'd say it's, it's more people motivated than maybe at some end altruistic goal. It's just, I, I want to make sure my community is taken care of. And if somebody, you know, thinking this sounds pretty good, can you paint a picture of what life could potentially be like for them in a year if they started to, you know, contacted you and it was a great fit and they became um, a franchisee? Yeah, I think the beauty is the goal of Made This is, is to be a way for you to design your ideal lifestyle. Right. And then allow your business to support that as opposed to you supporting your business. So it could be whatever you want it to be. If you want to open up a home office and you want to stay in one place and be in, in, in specifically stay in your city and work from there, you absolutely can do that. If you want to um, have your business and then say, hey, I'm going to go work for two months in Barbados, like our franchisee just did, you can do that. If you want to travel every month, you can do that. So ultimate flexibility um, with within the confines of, hey, you're still running your own business. That is the goal, right? The goal is lifestyle design. The goal is to be able to have a good platform to live out your own purpose. So by starting a Made This franchise or starting this type of business, even not with Made This, I think you're going to be able to experience the type of lifestyle you want, right? You'd have to work for it, but the path is there. So how does somebody contact you if they have some interest? Yeah, they. Um, if you go to our website, maidthisfranchise.com, you can find us there. Even even myself, you could go to my own personal website, neilparek.co, um, shoot me a message over there. Uh, you know, my personal email, I'll throw it out here, neilimadethis.com. Just contact me, let me know any thoughts, and happy to help anyone out. Okay, great. Well, you know, that's all I had for you today, Neil. Was there anything that you are thinking, wow, I can't believe he didn't ask me this. <laughs> Andy, I really liked uh, uh, the game we played earlier. I think uh, that's something I might steal from you for, for some future conversations. But no, I think we went over a lot of stuff. Um, and I guess for anyone listening here, uh, I consider local services and the, this whole game marketing, right? And I know if you're listening to Andy's show, you're probably thinking about uh, marketing as well. And just as you look into different business models, realize everything is a marketing funnel. And there's many things you can do. So hopefully uh, that is one key takeaway from this episode. Very well said. Very well said. Now, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding Neil or starting to contact him for a opportunity regarding his franchisees, you can contact him through how he just mentioned. I'll add the links below in the show notes. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your e-commerce business using paid ads, Request to join the Make Each Click Count Facebook group. I've been releasing some new free live trainings and some more will be happening very soon. In the meantime, remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. 
The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 